Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture from the book of Revelation. Revelation 2, 20-22 says, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Jezebel has become an example of a woman who professes spirituality, but completely rebels against the teachings of Christ. One thing God does not want us to put up with, or to allow, is Jezebel leading people astray in the church. She's the epitome of pride and arrogance, because she usurps over the authority of man, in the same way that the devil usurps over God. God is a God of order, and man has authority over woman in everything. Just as a woman submits to her own husband in a marriage, all women are supposed to submit to the authority of man. She was created for this purpose. 1 Corinthians 11, 7-9 says, For man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of the man. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. Just as the Heavenly Father is the head authority over Jesus, men are the head authority over women. Are there people who reject this? Well, certainly. The world can live the way the world does, but when you enter into the church, we live by a whole different set of standards. Some women do not like the exercise of control over them. But if they can't submit themselves to their own husbands, or even the men of the church, they're not going to submit themselves to Jesus and his word. He that is unfaithful in the least is unfaithful in much. 1 Corinthians eleven three. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. In the church, the Apostle Paul did not put up with women who were filled with a Jezebel spirit, but he rebuked it. 1 Timothy 2, 11-14 says, Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection, but as suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. For the last 200 years, the heresy of women preachers has grown like a tumor in the Christian faith. They're not supposed to be involved in teaching at all, whether it's church doctrine or other matters. You know, years ago, if a child wanted to learn something, a godly mother would point them to the husband. You know, I had read a diary from about oh, 300 years ago of a daughter who wanted to go into teaching, and her God-fearing parents tried to convince her otherwise, telling her that they'd have to disown her if she was going to pursue that vocation. It is forbidden for a woman to speak and preach God's word, not only in the church, but in any capacity. She needs to be filled with kind and loving works towards the church and others out in society, which require no preaching and teaching. They are supposed to display kind, loving deeds, 
Teaching is a place of authority that has not been granted by God to women. As I said, they do this in the world. But once they step into the church and the Christian life, they need to be converted and reject this heresy. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 34 through 37 says this, Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. But they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What? Came the word of God out from you? Or came it unto you only? If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that are right unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Obviously, men of the church don't have control over what goes on out in the world, but inside the church, men need to take upon themselves the authority granted to them by God and not allow this to go on, because it's a commandment of the Lord Jesus, and it's offensive to them. If they are incapable of doing this, they're proving themselves to be unspiritual. Just as the devil seduced Eve in the Garden of Eden, Jezebel seduces men to commit fornication, not only with herself, but with others. Fornication is not supposed to be named once in the church. Fornication is to have sexual favors with another person other than your spouse. She's an adulteress, unfaithful and wicked. God has given her space to turn back to him with a penitent heart, renouncing those things that offend him. But she is so hardened by pride and rebellion that she adamantly refuses. Like a child who refuses to obey their dad, punishment will happen. Just as it happened to Pharaoh. The punishment that Jezebel will receive will come directly from the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord punished Miriam for speaking against Moses, a man that was a servant of God. And she was kicked out of the camp for a week. Numbers 12, verse 10 through 11 says, And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly and wherein we have sinned. There are numerous examples of wonderful godly women in the scriptures who are pleasantly meek and submissive, being obedient to their own husbands and to the men. God has a great purpose for women, and they can accomplish great things. But on the other hand, Jezebel is an entirely different person. She is unruly and arrogant filled with the spiritual pride, just like Capernaum, professing to be a prophetess and spiritual. But she wholeheartedly renounces the commands and teachings of Christ. Matthew eleven twenty three says, And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted into heaven, shall be brought down to hell. You know, if these women reject biblical truth, they need to be reprimanded. If they're going to uh, rebelliously refuse to comply, then this should be expelled out of the church just as a disobedient child would be expelled from school for disobedient behavior. This kind of woman wouldn't last very long in the military, but would be thrown out on her ear, probably proclaiming that the military was too controlling. These are some of Jezebel's favorite words. Listen to what happened to her. 2 Kings 9, 35-37, And they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull 
and the feet and the palms of her hands. Wherefore they came again and told him, and he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spake by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, In the portion of Jezreel shall dogs eat the flesh of Jezebel. These Jezebel-spirited women, they don't love God. They just want to be in control over man, which is a right that has not been granted to them by God. The fear of God will come upon them, because the Lord Jesus is going to punish them. Remember that the next time you think of Jezebel's folly. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms, or by getting our entire podcast feeds directly, along with our transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.